Exodus chapter 6, verses 1 through 13. But the Lord said to Moses, Now you shall see what I will do to Pharaoh. For with a strong hand he will send them out, and with a strong hand he will drive them out of his land. God spoke to Moses and said to him, I am the Lord. I appeared to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob as God Almighty, but by my name, the Lord, I did not make myself known to them. I also established my covenant with them to give them the land of Canaan, the land in which they lived as sojourners. Moreover, I have heard the groaning of the people of Israel, whom the Egyptians hold as slaves, and I have remembered my covenant. Say therefore to the people of Israel, I am the Lord, and I will bring you out from under the burdens of the Egyptians, and I will deliver you from slavery to them, and I will redeem you with an outstretched arm and with great acts of judgment. I will take you to be my people, and I will be your God. And you shall know that I am the Lord your God, who has brought you out from under the burdens of the Egyptians. I will bring you into the land that I swore to give to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob. I will give it to you for a possession. I am the Lord. Moses spoke thus to the people of Israel, but they did not listen to Moses because of their broken spirit and harsh slavery. So the Lord said to Moses, Go in, tell Pharaoh, king of Egypt, to let the people of Israel go out of his land. But Moses said to the Lord, Behold, the people of Israel have not listened to me. How then shall Pharaoh listen to me? For I am of uncircumcised lips. But the Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron and gave them a charge about the people of Israel and about Pharaoh, king of Egypt, to bring the people of Israel out of the land of Egypt. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. So um, I, I just kind of practically pastorally, this is a helpful passage for me. I have been thinking about this. Uh, we even in our sermon review this week, uh, Blake Rogers, I, I said at the end of my sermon, something like, oh, I, I, I so desire that we would be a church like this, you know, mm. and gave a vision for the church. And, and Blake said it was a critique, but it was, a, I mean, it was a good critique. He basically said, you know, don't say I desire, even though I know you do, but say the Lord desires, mm. you know. And I've just been thinking about that. I want to live mm. my life in the Lord's will. I, I, what does God what is God doing? Hmm. God has done this. God has brought me here. God has created this. And, and you know, obviously, mentally, as a Christian, I know this, hmm. but how present is that in my mind? But that is all over this passage. Mm -hmm. I am doing this. Yes. I am going to do this. Moses, you're not doing anything. I am doing <laughs> this. You're just a guy that I'm using. Um, so powerful and just the Lord's commands over and over and over about his plan for his people. So mm -hmm. what, yeah, what are your thoughts on the passage? Well, you know, we didn't read together uh, Exodus 5, but in, in the opening verses of verse 5, Moses is sent in to say to Pharaoh, thus says the Lord, and when it says the Lord, it's Yahweh. Right, so thus yeah. says Yahweh, let my people go. And then in verse 2, Pharaoh said, who is Yahweh? Right. And I, I envision Pharaoh sort of looking around and seeing the statues of his gods. Yeah. And maybe even the indication that he himself is the son of the gods. And, and essentially saying, who is this Yahweh that you're talking to me about? And then it just, 
it's as though the Lord is pounding on the table here. I am Yahweh. I am Yahweh. Yeah. He says it over and over again. I'm going to make myself known. I am Yahweh. And, and so he's really announcing his own name. And at the heart of that is his character of steadfast love and truth. And that character of steadfast love and truth is going to be manifested as he keeps covenant with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob by bringing them out. And it's interesting in this, in Exodus six here, um, when he says, for instance, in verse uh, six, I will redeem you with an outstretched arm and with great acts of judgment. That recalls how the Lord had prophesied to Abraham back in Genesis 15, that his descendants would be um, uh, servants in a land not their own for mm -hmm. 400 years. Right. And then the Lord said he would bring them out with great acts of judgment. And so the Lord is saying, essentially, I'm, going, I'm about to do what I told Abraham you right. know, all those years ago right. that I would do. And, you, and then, you know, verse 7, uh, you shall know that I am Yahweh your God. And that's right after that, that key statement in verse 7, I will take you to be my people and I will be your God. You mm -hmm. will be my people, I'll be your God. This is foundational to the Old Testament where Yahweh is saying, you are mine and I'm yours. And, and that implies no other gods. Right. There, there's going to be this exclusive uh, comprehensive relationship between Yahweh and Israel, it's going to be like a marital covenant between them that they're going to enter into at Mount Sinai. Yeah, no, that's 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 awesome. I I, I didn't mention it before, but we're, we're kind of skipping ahead, but we're, we're moving along. And, and obviously what God has done here is he's raised up this deliverer, Moses, to deliver his people and reaffirming, as Dr. Hamilton said, his character, his name, his power, but the people are so broken. They don't mm. even have the faith to believe mm. what Moses is telling them. Mm. And really their faith isn't restored until God shows himself yes. in this very powerful way. Yes, this is instructive for us because the Bible is acknowledging that these people, they have a broken spirit and, the, and they're in circumstances that make it where they can't, they're, they're not listening to Moses and they're not responsive to these magnificent statements that God is making about himself. But the Bible doesn't leave it there. It's almost as though the Bible says, okay, look, this is where the people are, but we're just gonna keep going with the narrative. And the Lord is going to do what the Lord is gonna right. do. And he's and the people, you know, some of them are gonna respond, some of them are gonna be rebellious, but the Lord is gonna do what he's gonna do. And, and I think that M Moses, the author, inspired by the Holy Spirit, means to teach people to get to the place where what is most prominent for us is not our harsh slavery and broken spirit. And not that, I mean, today, praise God, most, most of the people listening to this will not be facing harsh slavery, right. literally speaking. Um, although many of our brothers and sisters around the world there are, are in very hard yes, situations. There, there right are now. people in the world being enslaved right now. And, um, and, and, God means to form in us the kind of character I think that we see in Joseph, a kind of character that, you know, even as Joseph was uh, subjected to slavery and then falsely accused and thrown into prison, in all of that, God was with him. And, and the Bible, the book of Genesis describes Joseph prospering in those circumstances. And the terminology used to, to describe Joseph prospering is, is terminology that's later used to describe the prospering of those who meditate on the scriptures day and mm, night. Mm -hmm. And I think that what this teaches us is that if 
if the if the words of God are the most prominent realities in our minds, God will be with us and God will cause us to prosper even in the in the most difficult out of season yes. in a sense. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and and obviously when you know you and I are just talking and catching up, um, this is a time in my life where there's God is just showing a lot of kindness mm -hmm. to our family. Mm -hmm. Um but yes, I want to be the kind of tree that prospers, mm. that is faithful. Yes, um, even in even in God forbid, but slavery or whatever mm. it may be. You know? Yeah. Um, but God is faithful to His people despite their faithfulness. Yes, and that is a consistent theme. Yes. also in this. So we'll keep going. But for Jim Hamilton, I'm Jason Dees. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to Our Daily Rhythm. I'm Jason Dees, one of the pastors of Christ's Covenant, and Our Daily Rhythm is a ministry of our church designed to help you more faithfully and effectively meditate on God's Word. If you ever have a question for us about one of our Bible readings or one of your own Bible readings, please don't hesitate to text us at 404-465-1737. Again, that's 404-465-1737. Or email me directly at jason at christcovenant.com. We'll meet you again tomorrow for Our Daily Rhythm.